Stone Wednesday. It's Wednesday. And we're back. <laughs> Again. And I'm really sorry if it's echoey on my end because I'm sitting in an empty house right now and I can it's very echoey, so I'm very sorry about that. Jackie's just moved. How was yeah, the move? I've How just is moved. the move? Oh. For anyone that's moved you know the answer. It's not good. It's never good. It's the worst thing ever. It brings out the worst in me. I get so like overwhelmed with, with like, you know, when you move all the big stuff and like, that's fine. Cause you're like, yeah, I've got bed, I've got cabinet, I've got this, that's fine. It's when you get down to like those drawers that you just shove everything into that you have full to go through and yeah. you're like, what is all this stuff? And then the bin's full and then you're like, well, where do I put it? So you put it in like a box and then you're like, oh, we'll deal with that when I come back for the second trip and then you just avoid that and that is what gives me It's all the, the smaller piece. stuff that and the bin situation. Do you remember when we were in Hawthorne, like we had bought like, you know, a fair bit of new furniture and it all came with huge boxes. Mm-hmm. We had cardboard and polystyrene at our front door for the for whole days. year. <laughs> I think it was their whole year that we lived there, it that was. fucking bin. It was there for so long because, and we tried to put it out on the street to get collected, and they just would not take it. They're like, no. So we, <laughs> we had, had to take so it many to like issues. a freaking recycling plant. That um, was just horrific. Oh, Never it's again. It's literally the worst. It's so bad. I was I know what you saying mean, to though. Nathan, I was like, and we've, we said this at Hawthorne as well. We we're like, can someone please just come in here? Throw a bit of gasoline and light the fucking match now because I don't want to clean up <laughs> I'm driving away and this Eyes is Eyes are closed. I'm driving. No one's in there. Just let her rip. <laughs> I know. It's like you almost need to have a bonfire just to burn all the shit that you don't want. Seriously. Uh, and I was saying to Mitch before we started recording, like imagine when you get to like, I don't know, in your 50s or 60s and if you move. Like, and you've got kids and stuff too. Oh, absolutely not. Imagine how much stuff you'd have. Well, my like parents my are mom... about to move and that's going to be hell for them. Oh, are they selling? That's exciting for them. Yeah, they are. Not in the next, well, not while COVID's around, but yeah. after that, they're going to downsize and retire. Good on them. Why not? Yeah, I know. I know like when... Fuck moving because they've got so much crap. Like Good my mom luck. loves China. She's got a lot of fucking China. Well, well thank God you don't live there. Thrown and burned, <laughs> <laughs> smashed. Just dig a hole somewhere oh in the field God. and just bury it. Seriously, I know. Like when we, when Mum sold our family home, which like she was downsizing from like a fucking five or six bedroom house to a oh. like a townhouse. It was like twenty to twenty five years worth of just accumulated stuff. Stuff. I know. Like, it was just mental. So anyone who's moved, I get it. And I feel like whenever you move, I get like a real, I'm like really energetic and stuff. Like I moved a bit over a month ago now and there's so much that like we need to get and do, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. next week. Yeah. Next week. It takes it out of you. I want to get everything done. Like I'm like, we need to like get stuff, build furniture and whatnot. But also like we went to Ikea yesterday and course every single thing that i want is sold out so our clothes are currently just in boxes everywhere and like nathan's like don't worry about it like it doesn't matter i'm like it's so annoying to me to live out of fucking boxes like i want to put everything away and be done with it everything easy to find yeah like ready to go 
literally anyway enough from fucking moving because i'm getting like sweaty talking about it <laughs> i know i'm getting like post-traumatic stress like, how was your move how's your new place i'm so happy it's really good like so good tegan and i it's just like really it works really well the house is perfect because we've got like three stories so she's on the bottom living dining and stuff and huge deck outdoor area in the middle that's amazing. and then i'm on top so we have our own bathrooms a that's, floor between us so mm-hmm. and i'm like like close enough to everything but like still kind of more a bit suburban so you get like because she loves it she's happy Aww. she's got her yes. own little courtyard Aww. yeah it's good what were you gonna say you're close to oh like i'm like close to chapel street and all those mm-hmm. kind of areas that i'm frequent yeah um in gay scene still i freak winky winky um (laughs) i've got a good greater rindius i mean what (laughs) greater greater rindius i meant grinder radius so like because all the gays live in the area um but like i'm in like a part of st kilda east where you have like big wide streets there's nice parks like yeah. more houses than apartments, yeah. which is nice. That's good. Yeah, it's more of like it's a like more space. Area. Yeah. Love that. So Love yeah, that. that's um that's all going really bloody well. How are you going in lockdown for the forty seventh time? Oh, <laughs> I'm still I'm I'm really lucky with my job that I can still work from home. I don't have as much to do, but I still you know, we'll get paid and all of that. So I can't imagine anyone who works casually or owns a small business and is just completely Mm. fucked. Like it would just be so hard and really difficult. But obviously, you know, the kind of isolation and not being able to see friends and family and having to stay within a five-kilometre radius, that's hard. But, like, I'm used Mm. to it by now. I know. It's become, like, second nature. I've just been, like, this lockdown... Holy shit, I've drunk so much. Like, it's actually absurd. Mm. Like, Thursday night we went into lockdown, got drunk. Friday, drunk. Saturday, drunk. Sunday, drunk. Monday, drunk. (laughs) Tonight, not drunk yet. Getting there. Getting Um, there. I've had a glass of red, so, you know. Worst. I just... How's how's COVID in Perth? There's literally, there's no COVID here. Um, it's so, so good. good. I'm so fucking lucky because every time something like that happens in a, any other state, I literally get like PTSD. I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna come here and blah blah blah. But like, it just I doesn't. know because it's, it's been good. Because it's a flow on effect. It is, and obviously to everyone in Sydney right now, we really feel for you because that's that's those numbers. They they're not looking very good. <laughs> no, that's us last year. Like. What mm-hmm. I think they had almost 400 cases today. Yeah. And we said this last time we recorded, we're saying it again. If you are eligible, go get vaccinated because I just said because in the most bogan way possible, um, because it's the only way that we're going to get out of this is if everyone starts getting vaccinated. 100%. And like, I understand, I, I understand why people don't want to do it, but mm-hmm. if you're, and that, like, that's your prerogative. But if you're umming and ahhing, yeah, just do it. Like, I, I, I would personally do it. I have done it. I'm fully vaccinated. Like, I'm ready to go. But yeah, love that. Um, Hot, sexy, you know, and vaxxed. That's it. It's just kind of scary because it is yeah. this new variant. Like, 
people our age are, are the ones who are in hospital and on ventilators and dying. It's scary. We've all kind I, of felt a bit a, invincible. A, yeah, we, we have. I read a statistic today or something that was like, you know, for people that are scared about getting the jab, you're more likely to die from drinking alcohol than you are than getting the vaccine. I'm fucked. And for binge drinkers like us, I mean, if the alcohol hasn't killed us, the jab's not going to kill us. 100%. How is your drinking going? Are you drinking? Oh, I got drunk on the weekend. Um, like back to like blackout days for me, but I didn't abuse. <laughs> there was no abuse. Um, That's I, good. I did something where I... I, I don't remember it, but Nathan was like, yeah, you texted me and were like, I'm going home. And then he came, he was like, where are you? And I was like, I'm in an Uber. And then he, I was sitting in the toilet. He was like, let's leave. <laughs> time to go before the hinges snap right off. Time to go. But this time he used a new tactic. Instead of being like, let's go, you're too drunk. He was like, let's go. I think I'm way too drunk. And I was like, oh my God, you poor thing. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get out of this bitch. No, that's good. And so he because... like reverse psychology me and I was like, why? Let's leave. That's fine. Well, there's nothing worse than feeling like we have to leave because you're too Cause, drunk. Because if he ever says that to me, I fly off the hinges. I'm like, you don't know how many drinks <laughs> I've had. Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah. And like, obviously oh though, you texting him and saying you're leaving. Like, I feel like that's a little bit of progress. It's a cry for help. It's a cry for help. It is, but like normally you yeah. do that fuck off. Oh like, yeah, I would at be least it's running being on the street. <laughs> bit more mindful, which is good. Yeah, so yeah, it was good. It was nice to like just let loose and like I don't know. I still am not at the point where I know when to stop drinking, um, because I feel like when I'm in a situation where there's a lot of boy, especially when I'm with a lot of boys, they drink so quick. I feel like. I have to drink really quick and then they're like, oh, do you want another drink? Do you want another drink? I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Would never say no. And then I'm like, <laughs> 300 standard drinks later. Yeah. And they're all fine. And I'm like, beep, bop, boop, bop. <laughs> Face down in a bush. <laughs> in an Uber, but in the toilet. So. Sitting on the Uber seat, which is. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Okay, this has been the longest intro ever, but we're still just going to be keep introing. We're adding a new segment, guys. It's called High and Low. So we're going to tell our high and low. So my high for this week, or this past week, it'll be like from last Wednesday to this Wednesday, was my trip away up north to Exmouth um, in Western Australia. It was beautiful and I had an amazing time. And then my low was moving. What is yours? totally feel you for both of those your holiday looked amazing and the move i just i i still feel anxiety from my last move because it's just so stress inducing um my high is probably literally i've like done nothing for so long because like (laughs) it's it's just you know i probably like the day they announced lockdown my boss and I were oh. like, fuck it. We're just going to the wine bar. And we just went to the wine bar across the road in Surrey Hills oh God, and just cute. got pissed and Love drank that. like heaps of wine and talk shit. And then my low would be obviously the lockdown because I just want, I want to go and spend $300 on a fucking gourmet dinner. I want to fine dine. That's all mm. I want to do. I just mm-hmm. want to spend a large amount of money on a f- nice meal and have a good experience. Yeah. Um and I also had gastro last week, which was oh. 
If you haven't had gastro I as an adult, oh my god, I've never had it as an adult. I was in so much pain. My asshole was torn to shreds. Oh. I had to apply Vaseline to my asshole. <laughs> like, I oh mean, my god. What did you one eat? positive. I don't know what it was. Oh, when was I was it sick. Just like or, a bug? I think it was just a bug. I have no oh, idea. Oh no. But um, I lost a few mm. kilos, which I was happy about. But the pain oh was not even worth it. Like, oh, it was the just thought so bad. of gastro, I feel like it's just like so like vulnerable, and I can't. Mm-mm. I was literally like, did you every vomit? fifteen minutes? No, it was just oh. number two. Was it almost worse though? Because like you wanted to vomit, but you just wouldn't, or you just was. It was just number two. I felt queasy, but not full vomit. Yeah. It was okay. more just like. That's a silver lining for me because if I was going to get gastro, I would like it just to be out the rim. I agree because I when I vomit, I cry. It's painful. Yeah. I'm like traumatized from vomiting. Trauma. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just not. It's not for me. It's not. It's so that was definitely not fun. And if anyone has gastro at the moment, I'm sorry if I gave it to you, <laughs> aka Alana, and hopefully you have a speedy recovery. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay, and then the next new segment we're adding is our fave of the week. So my fave of this week has been I started watching Sex Life on Netflix, and I'm sure every single person and their dog has seen it because I feel like this was, like, big a while ago. But I'm one of those people, like, when a big trend show comes out, I try to be like, eh, I don't want to see it. And then you give in. And then I give in finally. I was like, I'm so bored, and – Nathan was like, I want to watch Rick and Morty on my own. And I was like, whatever, you dick, I'll just go watch something else on my own. Okay, nerd. (laughs) But then I proceeded to sit in the living room and watch, like, I'm up to the last episode. And it's so good. It's like all of the cast is so hot. Like there's an Australian guy in it that's, like, the main guy. And his accent, I don't know, like, something about when there's Americans and Australians, I feel like the Aussie accent sounds really hot. Like Sounds so different. Yeah, he just sounded so hot and, like, all of the characters, they're, they're fucking hot and it's just, it's, like, a lot of sex, a lot of nudity, a lot of just goodness. I've heard, heard there's a bit it. of a monster cock in that one, there's so I might have to watch. I paused it and I was like, Nathan, get in here. <laughs> Why like, aren't you what? this big? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And I was like, look, this man has a third leg. God, it would be, that would be just a challenge to deal with every day oh having God. to like fit it into your pants and all of that god my favorite of the week i've actually it's, i've probably spoken about it before but i've been waiting for so long for the new season of animal kingdom to come <gasps> Is out it good? well i thought it was going to be shit because like yeah. of this, the way it ended yeah. um but it's good so far it's really good. How many seasons? How many episodes are you in? I think I'm like episode five. Okay, yeah, I've been so, sort of putting off starting it because like it's one of those shows that you have to really be like into to watch. Yeah, you. It's not something like I have to put my phone away because I'm you very need to much concentrate. To, like, yeah, because always there. like wait, who's plotting? What's happening? Hundred percent. Really and also. Real Housewives Beverly Hills oh, is yes. good at the moment because all of this Erica, mm-hmm. Tom Girardi stuff is starting to unfold, oh God, which we've yes. all been reading about for so long mm-hmm. now. Like I think probably 
towards the end of last year it all came out. So it's really interesting to see her reaction. And I'm like, you just look so guilty, love. I need to get you look into so it. goddamn guilty. <laughs> Where's the money? Where is Pay it? Up. Um, okay, Pay up. Pay yeah. up, bitch. Well, that's our recommendations for this week, or our faves for this week. Um, today we are talking all things dating. We have spoken about dating a lot of times on this pod. I was literally thinking the other day, you know, when we like first started recording, do you remember what we used to talk about? Because I don't. No. So if we repeat ourselves, you're probably getting a new perspective because we're both in very different situations. spaces and we're not literally yeah. blackout on the floor. <laughs> we used to literally Currently. record like two bottles deep, guys. Do you remember we'd get to the end of we it and we'd just, it'd be like, you and I screaming, like knocking oh things God, over. I don't even know how the fuck we did that. It's actually fucked. I don't know. How, like, I will go back and listen one day, but I also am way too scared too. I'm way too scared. I don't want to know what I said or did yeah, back then. I don't want to know either. It's honestly terrifying. But yeah, we've spoken about dating before, but this time we're going to go into like the whole process from the start to the whole dating thing. So, um, how would you, if you wanted to start dating Mitch, what would you do? Like, what would your first steps be? So, currently, I'm kind of in that. It's actually, when when Jackie came to me with this idea, I was like, this is actually quite relevant to me at the moment. So, it would be good to get her idea and everyone else's thoughts and ideas. So, <laughs> basically, for me, I think being gay, it's very easy to go on the apps. So mm-hmm. I'm on the ones I use are like Grinder. That's more for like here and now. Let's go, humpy pumpy, you know that kind of thing. I've got yeah. Hinge. Hinge yeah. is a bit more. The date. app designed to be deleted. <laughs> Still have it. I've had it downloaded on my phone for about a year. I've deleted it a lot of times and re-downloaded it a lot of fucking times. Hinge. <laughs> Need a refund, even though I didn't pay for it. False advertising. Um, and then. Tinder is just like the age old. So I've gotten to a point, I don't know what's happened, but I think I've got my mojo back. I'm like responding to people on these apps and like talking Mm. and willing to meet up. So I think you have to be in a headspace where you're actually going to respond and kind of make conversation. 100%. Because otherwise it's like dating apps are really like draining to your soul because you have to sift through a lot of shit. Like I remember when I, cause yeah, I would have, I had Tinder, Bumble and Hinge hated Bumble because I would never initiate unless the guy was like a 10 out of fucking 10. And I was like, yeah, I need you to respond to me. Um, Tinder, there's a lot of trash and Hinge. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like dating apps. You need to be in the right headspace because I feel like you have to put in a little bit of effort. 100%. Mm. 100%. And also, it's hard to get, it's, sometimes it's hard to gauge people off a dating app as well. Like, you can see someone's photos and be like, well, you're my type. And then you start speaking to them and you're like, shut up. 100%. And it's hard because you look at these apps and you're like, it's so easy to portray something completely different. So, like, when mm-hmm. you meet up with them, It's just not a vibe. And also I kind of struggle with the keeping the conversation going because I'm so used to like using Grindr and it's pretty much like, do you want fuck? 
yeah you go and do it so now i'm kind of like reconditioned to just someone will ask me a question i'll answer it they'll ask me another question and then i just can't be i'm like this is i'm bored yeah what's the end result i was like that as well with um the dating apps like if i was talking to someone and i got a good vibe like from the first initial chat i would try to organize a date or i would hope that they would try to organize a date soon as possible obviously during covid that is so hard because you can't just be like let's go get a drink um, yeah and so then you have to sort of do that long convo but I was the same if the convo goes for too long I'm like you're giving me the ick at this point like we're, we're trying to 100. do banter and it's if and I feel um, like when there's that initial kind of spark or attraction mm. you kind of your best to just get it out of the way yeah so you're not gonna waste oh, this is how I look at it so you're not gonna waste like you know the next three or four weeks random chit chat banter mm-hmm. that's probably going to fizzle out you need uh-huh. to kind of like jump on it which obviously can be really hard at the moment with lockdowns and covid so and all this shit during the fucking pandemic and fuck off but yeah i would say like my one of my tips if say we weren't in the pandemic let's just pretend that we're not in the pandemic because it just like ruins everything <laughs> yeah um I would always start talking to people like I wouldn't go on the dating apps like Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday because I would go on like Thursday or maybe I'd go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday because then you can organize to do something that weekend. You don't have to be like, yeah. we're chatting on Monday. we got to keep this going till Saturday when we're going out for drinks because it's just like too much. I don't know. Like there's only so many times you can like ask them weird questions on a dating app for, to someone you don't really know. I know, because then it just becomes bone dry and you're talking about stupid shit and that's when you get the ick because you're like, uh-huh. wow, this is an interesting conversation about your childhood. I don't even know oh, you. I know. Or they'll ask you some question about one of your pictures or something like, oh, where was that taken? You're like, shut up. Shut up. Unmatch. Bye. <laughs> Activate <laughs> ghost mode. unmatched you. Literally goodbye. Um, See ya. So, yeah, so I think my tips for dating, being on dating apps is definitely be yourself. Like, don't try to be someone that you're not. Like, don't put weird quotes and stuff if that's not you. If that is you, fucking put the quotes all you want. Use the emojis all you want. (laughs) Um, No comment there. But, yeah, I think try and just keep the chat on the app to a minimum. Like, don't – I wouldn't, like – reveal my whole life story on a dating app to someone no you wait for a few drinks on the first date and then you tell them all your childhood trauma and you unload (laughs) and they're like anyway i'm heading out and you're like see ya call me (laughs) (laughs) you've got my number right i'm like scurrying out the door yeah no i think i think same like if you match someone and you find them attractive shoot your shot give it a go Mm -hmm. um I'd try and meet up sooner rather than later because yeah. things do tend to sizzle out. Can um, you go on walks currently, like if you wanted to do a day, or can you not do that? I think you can, but you have to be within your 5K. Oh, yeah. Because we're in the 5K situation. Yeah. Um, yes, which throws a spanner in the works because, mm-hmm. you know, not everyone you want to meet will be in the, that zone. But, like... If not, set a date in the future when you can go, even if it's a little bit uncertain, you can always push it yeah. back. But, yeah, the I find so many people that I talk to, it just, if nothing's set in stone, it just yeah. kind of fucking goes in circles and then one person is going to be like, 
I'm bored. Yeah. Usually. It's really like the pandemic makes it really hard because yeah, if the, the pandemic wasn't there, you'd obviously just organize to go get drinks with someone as soon as possible or go organize a date as soon as possible. But you know, when you're like in lockdown, you don't even want to like, you don't want to like be like, Oh yeah, let's plan a date. Cause like, you just don't even know when the fuck you're going to be out of lockdown. So it's just triggering at that point too. A hundred percent. And it's just like, you don't want to set something up just to keep pushing it back. Because mm-hmm. then it gets to it and you're like, uh, you've gone this far, not me. It's such an awkward time, isn't it, for dating? Like, it's really difficult for the people. The odds are not in our, our singletons' favours. It's really not. Like, unless it's someone that you, like, already knew and you can strike up a convo with them, it's actually really hard. Like, have you found that people are, like, trying to be more just sleep with you or are they trying to be like they want relationships now on dating apps i think it's literally 50 50 you'll mm. get someone who's like you know oh, i'm more looking for dates and it's mm. like well how are we can do that and then you'll get people who are like literally like they, we can't do anything else so let's just root yeah it's and so sometimes hard. it works well with both but like sometimes you're wanting maybe something with someone and they're yeah. just wanting sex or, you know, something like that. So it, you kind of, like, can really miss it, miss the boat with a lot of people. Yeah. Like, you're just kind of not looking for the same thing. Tale as old as fucking time, that one. I love you. You don't love me. ETC. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff, you know. Who cares? All that does. <laughs> not me. I'm not spiralling. <laughs> uh, Literally, it's, yeah, it's really hard. Um but yeah, I don't know. Dating apps, they're tricky. I've, I've seen, I've, well, I feel like a lot of younger people these days don't use dating apps. They literally use Instagram and stuff and just DM people and shoot their shot. Like, you know, like a hot person would come up on their explore page and they'll just DM and be like, you're hot. I'm like, I could never. I've definitely done the old, it's it's quite common for the gays, I find. Like someone will follow Insta? you. Mm. Yeah. They'll like a bunch of your photos and then you'll like respond and then someone will respond to a story and then it kind of happens that way. Sorry, guys. uh, In true us fashion, there was just a technical difficulty and (laughs) we'll start recording again. (laughs) Sorry for us. Should Um, we just start? Oh, we were talking about the Instagram DMing. Yeah, I think it's... I was just saying, yeah, I think that maybe is... Especially if you've got mutuals or something, it's sort of an, a nice way to start talking to someone, I guess. Hundred percent. It just might feel even a little bit more generic. I mean, and it not might generic, feel genuine. even a bit more casual because yeah. sometimes you could reply to like it's like a it's like a long game. Like you could reply to someone's Insta story with a fire emoji, and then maybe a week later, if they post something good again, you could reply with like a. A te- something in text so it's not like you have to like keep a combo going it could just be snippets of combo and then like it could get to that point where you're like all right should we like go get a drink or something are we gonna have sex or what are yeah i feel like fuck? i feel like i've had a few of those situations and they're yeah, usually true. a bit Seems nicer because nice. they build over yeah time it's not like it's a breadcrumbing situation it is breadcrumb mm. them till they fuck you Yes. And then they'll, uh, they'll then they'll tell you that you might have given them gonorrhea when you <laughs> didn't. <laughs> and then they'll continue to breadcrumb you for years to come. Legit. And they'll still crumb you to this day. 
Oh, fucking hell. I feel like breadcrumbers love a story reply, like a, a fire emoji. And then, like, you'll like it or something, and they'll give you nothing back. And you're like, you're like, do okay. you want to fuck me or do you love me? <laughs> Which one or both? You love me and you want to fuck me. Obviously. You're not trying All to of... fuck with my mind or anything, are you? Not trying to ruin my life right here mm-hmm. and now. Yeah, fucking hell. Why do um, you know? Okay, and then the next thing I was thinking, say if you start dating someone and you've been dating them, how long do you reckon it, it is into dating someone, like, you know, proper dating, that you want to introduce them to your friends? Me personally, I think because I've been scorned in the past, mm. I'm probably someone that will wait until I'm like comfortable with dating them and like know that we're we're on and it's yeah. happening because yeah. I'd hate nothing more than to like bring this new person around and then they try and forge a friendship with all of my friends and then we don't work out and they try and linger around. Yep. And your friends I've are like, oh, whatever happened. Yeah. And they just like. <laughs> they just stay. You're like, yeah. no, no, these are my friends. You can like, leave. See, ya. there's the door. I know that's an awkward situation too. And and even like if it's the opposite, say if they want to introduce you to their friends, and then you end up really liking some of their friends, it's it hurts even more because you're sort of like, well, I liked your friends also, and I thought you were cool, and now you've just ghosted me. Like, what the fuck? Like, are you mentally unhinging? Why would you invite me? Like, I know it's, it's like, a weird flex. You need to know your intentions before you do that, mm-hmm. because if I, your friends and I get on, I don't want to say yeah. goodbye to them. But if your friends and my, if you and my friends get on, you're not fucking sticking around. Yeah, and then it's awkward because then, like, I feel like it puts a like another layer of like expectation on the dating. Like, if you, I feel like meeting the friends is a big step, and like especially if you all get on and your friends are like, oh, my God, we love him or we love her or whatever. It's so weird to then be like, oh, yeah, well, I ghosted him. It's like, what? Everyone's like, why? He was perfect. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, just ask me a few too many questions that I didn't want to be asked. Yeah, it's, yeah. So I think, yeah, definitely, yeah, I don't know. Just make sure you know what you're doing before you're going to bring someone into a group setting because not only is it like, annoying for your friends to have to constantly well it's not annoying sorry that's the wrong word but you know your friends are on their best behavior like trying to like impress this new person and then maybe really like this person and then you're just like yeah that was just a one-time thing it's just kind of rude yeah I'm very much hang out with them on your own I think I keep everything separate if I started dating someone they wouldn't be coming for weekends away straight away Mm. until we were like official they wouldn't be coming to family things they wouldn't be Like, you know, if I was invited to a wedding, I wouldn't bring them as a guest until I know that we are together in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's too much fuck around. It is. It really is. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's, you have to know that you're confident about that person before introducing to, like, friends because it, it actually is a big step. And whenever I've introduced someone to my friends, I always get like nervous because to me if my friends don't like someone that's awkward for me it's like my friends don't like you i've got to say goodbye i know because how the fuck are we all gonna hang out they're more important than you sorry 
And you know when you like meet those people that are in these relationships or something and they're like, yeah, everybody hates my girlfriend or something. It's like, how do you deal with that? Like how is that fun for you? That sounds It can't horrible. be. cannot like, be fun. She doesn't come because everyone doesn't like her. It's like how the fuck do you deal with that? Like if all of Nathan's friends hated me, I would feel so awkward. I'd be like. And it would, I think they're those relationships where you kind of get isolated, like you kind mm. of start dating someone and then you kind of like fuck the world and only hang out with each other. Yep. And then that's and toxic. Then that is toxic. And then if something happens, you can't really confide in anyone about it because they're like, yeah, we know we hate them. <laughs> exactly. They're like, yes, break up, break up, break up. And you're like, but I love them. Yeah. I know. It's, it's really hard. Those situations are really difficult. So I would say like definitely listen to what your friends have to say because your friends always have your best interests at heart. They're never just going to be like, no, I don't like them because like of some stupid reason. It'll be like they'll get – because I've met people before and I've been like, I'm getting bad vibes. And then it usually is a bad fucking vibe. So it's like, you know, you've got to listen to your friends sometimes. And your friends know you and they know what's mm-hmm. good for you and what's, you know, going to work for you. I mean, you don't have to listen to everything they say, but usually what they're saying will be in your best interest. Yeah. So definitely take that into consideration. Yep. Um, How often would you see someone in the beginning when you first start dating? This is hard. This is hard. I'm not good at this because when I like someone, I like someone. Like I want to see you a lot. Mm. I'm not going to be doing this whole like once a a fortnight, once a week. I have needs. If I'm I'm seeing you once a week, I'm definitely going to be sleeping with other people. Oh my god, that that's the thing, isn't it? And like And they probably are too. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah, I'm the type of person if I really like someone, like I will want to see them like I will try to play it cool, but like I would want to see them a lot. Like three to four times a week. <laughs> well yeah, everyone's got needs and you need to spend time together to kind of like build develop a relationship. Yeah. I know, I feel like, like if it's that once them. a week thing, it's such a slow slow process like i've had friends that have started dating some like they've started dating someone say gone out for drinks on friday and then like maybe like nothing happened but they had a really good time and then they're like don't worry like we're going out next weekend and it's like who the fuck can be bothered like if nothing happened on the first like this is i don't know how to explain this but like i can't wait week to week it's just so anxiety inducing because then the whole week like, especially this friend that I had that did this, she would message me the whole week, like, oh, my God, like, do you think he still likes me? Like, do you think he still wants to go? I'm like, see, this is why waiting this long in between dates is not for me because that anxiety, I cannot handle it. Like, if you like me, hang out with me. If you don't, fuck off. I agree because I obviously the whole time just going to be thinking, well, you're not sleeping with me tonight, so who is yes. it? Yes. And then you who see, especially in the day and age of social media, you see them – posting stuff they're out for drinks with friends they're out for dinner they're out for this they active two minutes ago it's just triggering it's so triggering and it's really hard not to become a stalker and be like you were online at this time oh my god yeah you 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 went out to that bar last night who was there like who are you with who is she um yeah i'm really bad at that so i am definitely not giving normal advice because yeah if i like someone i'll hang out with you a lot and then if you give me the ick I'll want you gone 100% I think a few times a week is ideal I mean Mm -hmm. 
I don't think there's really a limit. Like if you're seeing each other every day, it's obviously because you like each other a lot. Yes. I mean, I probably couldn't deal with someone being around 24-7, but... Yeah, 24-7 is a bit annoying. If I'm not seeing... If I'm seeing you once a week, that does not cut it for me because I just feel like... That's too... It, it, it drains. Like, it, you, like... I feel like the best thing is, like, you have this feeling, you get this high, and then the whole week it's just plummets and you get... You just think about it more and that's when I would develop the it. I'd be like, you know what, actually, the way you wiped your mouth with the napkin was fucked. See ya. Goodbye. I oh, know. And then you just, you kind of slowly spiral. And then I also would just be thinking, well, you know, you obviously don't like me that much because. Yes. You, why aren't you texting me? Yeah. Like you only want to see me one day a week. Like who else have you got all those other days? Mm-hmm. Hmm? I like know. And I feel like, I feel like in like dating advice, you know, when you like Google dating advice and stuff, like I used to read this shit all the time when I was spiraling through my breakup, they always like say stuff like, you know, you never like when you first dating start dating someone like you don't want to see them too much like you don't want to bombard them don't text them only let them text you like all these rules that you have to live by then no but, one texts each other that's yeah, the issue literally it's like then you're both at a stalemate waiting for someone to fucking text and then i don't know I it's just like the rules. i hate that i'm i'm so bad at that too like if i like someone i I have always just messaged, like, I'm the type of person, Mitch and I were the same, like, I wear out my heart on my sleeve. I literally don't care if someone's like, oh, my God, she's so clingy. Like, cool. I know. Well aware. Thanks. Get used to it. <laughs> I think it's... the fuck in. I think it's endearing when someone's it, it's like, I mean, it's they can like, be annoying, but... It is, yeah. There's a line. Of course, you're not going to freaking... Yeah send them five texts in two seconds being like hey how are you what did you do today where'd you go i miss you <laughs> it's like that's fucked but if you want to if you went on a date with someone and you actually had a nice time and you want to message them message them i hate this whole thing about you gotta wait 48 hours or whatever it's like no like literally no it's annoying as well because like i caught up with someone just pre-lockdown mm-hmm. um and like went over to his house, we hung out, we like watched a movie, had a kiss, nothing else happened. And then he was like, oh yeah, you know, we'll go for dinner next week if we're this out of lockdown. This is romantic. I love this. I know, it was so unlike me. Normally it's like, walk in, say, more dog, when leave. When you root? <laughs> Didn't sleep together. Wow. And then he was like, oh yeah, I like we should go for dinner. Like what do you like to eat? That kind of thing, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. then... After I left, I was like, I'm not going to message him because, like, I guess he kind of ended the night because he's like, oh, I might go to bed, like, got work tomorrow, that kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, I'll just wait to hear from him because I don't want to, like, feel rejected twice, essentially. And didn't hear from him. Obviously, it hasn't been the full week because of lockdown or whatever. But, like, I feel like he's just said to me, we'll do dinner to kind of soften the blow but I'm like mm. I'd rather you didn't say that I but know. then when we were talking on hinge he was like oh you know I I'm looking for you know more than just fun like I'm looking for like dates and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and I'm like is this what normal people do when they're dating they don't sleep together they like try and build it because I'm like yeah. I don't like the build-up because for me the build-up every time we hang out and don't sleep together Mm-hmm. It's putting pressure and pressure mm-hmm. and pressure. And then what if the first time is just so shit and then it's like I've wasted all this time? Yeah. I know. I actually have that mindset too. Like I um, 
obviously like, this is nothing to be ashamed of, but I have slept with a lot of people on the first day and um, it's a rarity if I wouldn't, if I like them, that is. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of that info that people always say, like, you know, you should never, like, you, you got to wait a month. And I'm low-key like, that is time wasted. Cause, I don't know like, if there's time to waste. What if I get to the end of the month and I've got the ick and we haven't even fucked yet? Like, <laughs> I feel like you got it for me. My method, and I think it's kind of similar for you. It's like let's rip the bandaid off because yeah. if we don't have that sexual chemistry, 100%. I'm not fucking interested. You don't interested. want to rip my clothes off. Why the hell are we going on a fourth day? Like I don't really, yeah. I don't know. Like some people will say it's like zero self control and whatever, but I don't know. Like I just I don't know. I'm the same. It's like time wasting, and, and I, I know feel like, like for me, sex isn't everything, but you know, it's important. You want to know that they want to have it with you. <laughs> hundred percent and i feel like for me personally it gives me like a like a bit of comfort like you you Mm -hmm. feel less self-conscious and like body conscious and all of that if you if you've done that yeah you're just like a bit more like it's easier to hang out with someone like hundred percent i hooked up with this guy the other week a bit nervous at first had a few drinks had this crazy intense like fucked up sex it was so good um but now I know when we catch up again, I'm more mm. comfortable Yeah. kind of just like walk in and like have a chat where before it's like kind of, mm-hmm. hi, how are you? Where did you yeah, grow up? Like what awkward. do you do for work? Yeah. The stupid 100%. shit. 100%. Yeah. It's, I don't know. There's, yeah, a lot of people say that. And uh, people also say things like, you know, if you sleep with someone the first day, you're just going to be attached and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like if I slept with someone on the first day and they ghosted me the next day, like, I don't think it would hurt less if I hadn't slept with them. Genuinely, maybe I think it would hurt more because I'd be like, why didn't I have sex with you? <laughs> I know, because then it's like the unknown. It's the yeah, unknown. I know. And, and like, I feel like if you're that type of person, all power to, if you are, I cannot relate and I wish I could, if you are the person that dates someone for like six weeks before you have sex with them, I feel like if they ghost you after you fuck, you're going to be the one that's hurting because you've got that emotional connection then i feel like you, you know can't them. have that much of an emotional connection after one day unless you're literally like this person is the one 100 you know? i agree so i don't know it's really hard and i feel like there's a lot of narrative around you know don't have sex on the first day like it makes you look like cheap it makes you this it makes you that and i just call fucking bullshit on that like 100 percent. i don't think it i don't know like i don't think it makes you, you seem cheap or desperate or whatever at all like do what the fuck whatever you want to do if you want to sleep with someone sleep with them honestly it does not matter at all 100 percent. and i think it makes you i don't know like each person is so different like i feel like for me it works better to just have it done rip the and i yeah. rip the bandit off and i don't think about it as like oh you know it's going to cause these issues it's whatever you're comfortable with personally like yeah. if you want to wait wait if you feel like you don't need to wait don't wait and don't just wait because your friends will like don't sleep with them because they will think less of you because it's just like a crock of shit i reckon it's 2021 i don't think people are like oh my god she slept with you on the first date she's a fucking slut (laughs) no i think it's more like and people that do think that need a fucking reality check and are fucked in the head the way the way i think is like you know it's not the way i think but i'm like you know if i sleep with someone most likely I will hear back from them because I'm a 
fucking sensational Good route. <laughs> and they'll want more. Literally. 100%. And if not, they've got really bad taste. And if not, you gave them a good show and they can fucking think about it forever and they'll come sliding back in. They always bloody do, don't they? They always do. They, they always, always do. do. They literally always, always do. We can say this, guys, but I like would love to do like a proper study on this and see the stats, but they always do. Like every time my friend's like, oh, he goes to me, it's, I'm so sad, blah, blah, blah. Sorry for all the traffic noises. It's peak hour. Um, I'm like, don't worry. I guarantee you. Three months, four months, five months, six months, a year, whatever, you will see a little notification pop up. You'll have posted like a selfie, you'll be in a hot outfit, and they'll have fire emojied you or said looking good or something just so annoying to fucking pop back into your life because they always fucking do. I'm going to start. Always. I'm going to start taking notes. You start collating the evidence. I need to go through my denims and collate the evidence because I reckon the like person that's ghosted me corresponding with them having sent me a you up message is 100 percent. oh always like 100 uh, yeah, i don't think i don't think there's any like i'm sure there would be but like to be fair i don't think there's really any guys that i've seen before that haven't popped back up yeah. not only once but multiple times whether it's been <laughs> and, yeah. two weeks three weeks four months a year two years yeah. always some kind of some kind of even just testing the waters to see like i wonder if they still hate me yeah, yeah i do i do so fuck off still even if it's me. just a breadcrumb and they have no interest yeah. in sleeping with you that's something they're still thinking about they just you want to know that you'll reply sometimes 100 percent. If, if you could be an option you might be and let's like feed this ego yeah 100 percent. and i've done that before as well like i've ghosted people and then like you know been really drunk on a night out and like you know, messaged everyone that I could think of and then they're the last person I think of. I'm like, I'm going to have to come back around to you. Sorry. <laughs> you are next in line because I've exhausted all other options. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry about it, but not. Sorry about it, but you up, literally. I don't know. Um, we have so much more to talk about on this topic, but we've already been talking for almost an hour, so I feel like we should leave this here and we'll continue next week. We'll do a part two. We'll do a part two, and then we're going to also talk about breakups because we've both been through breakups um, and dumpage. So, <laughs> Heartbreak, misery, stomping heart of the heart, ETC. All of the above. All of the, hell. All of the horrible stuff. But, yeah, we'll do some polls as well on the Insta story about dating and stuff like that. We'll so I'd be interested to know who, what percentage of people would sleep with someone on the first date. Because I feel like times are changing, guys. Stop I hope thinking, so. Stop thinking like that. I feel like it's that type of stuff is ingrained in you when you're younger. Like, don't do this, don't do that. And it's That is just boomer like, methodology. It's boomer and energy. Boomers, we boomer energy and no one likes the boomers. So Literally. let's, let's no throw it out the window. And I'm going to start the study. The study starts today. There's been three people that I've slept with recently. We'll see if they come back around. Yeah, I've already spoken to one of them yesterday and he was Mm -hmm. like, let's catch up this weekend or next week. We'll Mm -hmm. see if he, I'm not going to contact him because like, you know, he can contact Mm me. Um, We'll see if he (laughs) touches base. We call him um, Harry Potter Dick. And then there's... Who's the other one? What do I call him? Um, I'm going to write this down. 
Harry Potter dick. And then we'll go Western cock. (laughs) (laughs) Did you root him at the Western? No, no, no. He just lives on over the other side of the Westgate. Uh, yeah. Oh, who else is there? There's Nobby. Oh, this one. He's like one. He's a bre- he's he's breadcrumbing me. Yeah. And then there is Mauritian. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, I'm going to report back on each Who's one of these. Who's Mauritian? M A U R. I T. I A N. Hopefully that's right, because if not, it's really embarrassing for the a lot of people that listen to us. No, I think that's right. Um, okay, love that. And I don't have anyone that's currently breadcrumbing me, although my breadcrumber did message me recently. Just still breadcrumbing, you know? Um, like, what do you yeah. want? Like, what do you want now? He was like, you look like you're living your best life. I was like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I am. Bye. Bye. Um, okay, but yes, we'll see you guys next week. Hope you enjoyed the episode and we love you so much. Please remember to give us a review if you want. And if you don't, we are blocking you. (laughs) And we're going to talk all about you on here and how you are horrible, horrible. (laughs) Facts. All right, bye guys. Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.